0: Hi, I wanted to, um, I guess I just wanted to talk on here about, about friends again. Not the TV show, (laughs) um, but friends in general, because I, that's always the hardest, um, I think out of everything that's happened this year, the hardest thing for me is the fact that I lost, I lost the friends that I saw on a regular basis here, like, in Wisconsin, like, the people who I actually, um, who are actually in my daily life, and, like, losing that all at, kind of all at once, um, it just really sucked and uh i understand now at least like why it happened and i guess when it happened but it's not it it's still hard <laughs> um like how many times since i started doing this podcast thing Did have I cried on here about being sad because I miss having friends a lot because ever since uh I forget which house it is but one of the thing one of the like freaky astrology things um if you if you're into astrology in any way even if it's just like you like reading horoscopes and seeing when they're accurate or whatever or like looking up your sign and seeing how it's accurate the uh app called like co star astrology i think is what it's called and it and that one does a really good job of like you put in like your birth date of, like where you were born if you know what time you were born you can put that in because then if you know what time you were born you can figure out your rising sign and um And, like, that one does a really good job when they show you, like, your birth chart. They sh- don't just show it to you, but they also do a really nice, cohesive job of explaining, like, what the different planets mean, like, for you. Like, what, like, Aquarius being in my 10th... Like, one of the things, like, when you watch, like, at least this is what happened to me, when I watched, like, astrology youtube videos or like followed started following people on twitter and stuff and would see people talk about like this being in your first house or fifth house or sixth house i'd be like what does what are you talking about (laughs) and like the best thing to know is that like the different houses are kind of the different areas of your life um so like when somebody is able to look up your birth chart they can figure out like what house is what and what that means for you But this app can just, it just explains it all. So, uh, I remember one of the, one of the things it explained was, like, that my, that one of the things that's in my birth chart says that, like, I get a lot of, like, validation or happiness with relationships through friendships, not... And it was saying that, like, a lot of how I, like, bond with people or feel like that companionship and love is through, um, is, like, through, like, mental bonds. Like, we have this, we think the same way or we feel the same way about a certain thing or have something in common that way. Um, so that my friendships were the things that were usually the most important that gives me, like, that validation. So, of course, the fact that this year... For like about half of the year I haven't really had friends like that um makes sense why like my brain has been like up and down and back and forth and and all that kind of stuff and dealing with kind of dealing with all the things that came up um afterwards it's it's just so weird that, like, that, like, right after I, or right after everything blew up with the friends that I had here, and they just kind of, you know, backed away from me, and I just let it, I let them do that, because I felt disappointed in them, um, that was, like, the end of May, and it was just, like, and, like, in June was when things really started with my back, where the thing on my back started hurting and bleeding and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was, like, it was, like, waiting, <laughs> almost. And then when that happened, it was, like, all right, we can start working on this stuff now. Um, because I can see now that it was for it was to, like, help me kind of, like, have standards in a way, like, I feel like that's the best way to put it, because for ever, like, since I was growing up, I was always, like, the weird kid, um, because I didn't know how to I didn't know how to talk to people. I especially didn't know how to talk to people my own age because everything that was going on at home was so scary and aged me up, like, so fast. Like, my childhood was... Like, I was dealing with realities of really scary situations by the time I was, like, six so like when that happens like a lot of like the just the normal stuff that kids deal with like I didn't really I was already past that so it was like I didn't know how to talk to my own peers for a really long time so ever since I was a little kid like I can remember being like um like being in like first grade I think And there being, um, and, like, the kids in my class, like, not liking me. Like, some of the girls, like, seeing me in, like, a bathroom stall. And by then, I already was at the point where I've always felt, I've had always had a lot of anxiousness with the bathroom like with public bathrooms I never want to come out of the stall when other people are in the bathroom I always want to wait until they're gone um and so I was doing that when I was in like first grade and some of the girls that I was in class with were like looking at me through like the little hole in like the stall like door or whatever um like the little crack and like laughing and like teasing me about it so like that's early on and that was already happening so ever since I was a little kid I've just always wanted to have I've always wanted to have like really good friends and like basically every kind of um, every kind of media or whatever that I escaped into to try to like avoid thinking about like the hard stuff that was going on in my life um the thing usually there always like was a relationship that was like a really close friendship um for me to really love it's always been like that um because I've always wanted to find friends that were like that that were like a new family that I could have because I've known since I was pretty young that even if I wasn't completely aware of it all the time because I had to, you know, grow up in that house and live with my family, I also knew that they sucked and that I wanted something different and I didn't know how to like, I couldn't really be so, I couldn't be self-aware enough to think that and express that because of everything I was going through at the time but I knew that, um, I just knew that that's what I wanted, but, like, the problem was that I really wanted that, so I just kind of, I just kind of saw it in other people and, like, people that weren't like that, but I just wanted them, I just wanted them to be like that, so, like, um, like, the friends that, that kind of, like, just drifted off at the end of May and have never come back, um, or hasn't come back so far, at least, they, they were ones like that, like, some of those, two of those, two of those three people I had been friends with, since one of them I had been friends with since I was nine the other one I had been friends with since I was a freshman in high school and Carrie who I actually saw the most before like for the years and a half prior to when, think like when she was like I don't think we should be friends anymore because blah 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 um she was like a newer friend but she I met her because of um because of the friend that I had known since I was 9 and anyway so two of those friends were for were there for a long time and part of I didn't realize this but like um one of my online friends did a story did like a blog about a Star Wars TV show that she really loved and a relationship on it that she really loved and she talked about how she, that most of her best friends were people that, um, that she had known since high school. And that that was actually, and that one of her therapists told her that that was actually something that trauma victims did because you want to keep people close who were there during, who like know everything that you've been through and were there when it was happening and you know that you can trust them. And that's basically what I was doing with at least those two people that I had known for a long time was, like, I felt like because they were there during that time that I could, that if I could trust people, I could trust them. But they didn't actually do that much to earn my trust after a certain point. Um, and, like, throughout the years, like, when I was an adult, like, uh, um... I had a really, who I considered my best friend that I moved in with when I first dropped out of school when I was 21, and moved to Milwaukee, and I had her and another friend that I thought were really close friends of mine, and then when I started wanting to, when I showed that I wasn't satisfied working, like, at a grocery store kind of job, and I wanted to, like, go back to school or do something more with my life than that, and, um, when Cassie, my sister and I started getting along better, um, and all that, we, um, I don't know, they just kind of didn't like me anymore, and we just kind of drifted apart, and it made it, like, the things that there are always things that bothered me about what they did or, like, they would kind of... They would make jokes sometimes that were, like, kind of racist and things like that. But I would just let it go because of whatever. I never liked it, but I let that stuff go because I wanted to hang on to the people that I had. But, like, if this year has taught me anything, it's that, like, I'm not willing to... I'm not willing to put up with people in my life anymore that are just to have people there and um also that I'm not willing to I'm not willing to have people in my life just to have people and then I'm also not willing to kind of have people that aren't like, respecting my boundaries or treating me the best way just because I'm, just because we've been friends a long time or they meant something really important to me before. Like, friendships sometimes don't, they don't have to last forever for them to mean something. Like, it's kind of like the thing of, like, how, I forget what I was watching, but there was some, There was some, like, TV show or something like that that I watched once, and they were talking, and it was, like, someone in the show or the movie or something had, like, a breakup, and the person saw the relationship as a failure because they broke up, and the other person they were talking to was saying, like, why do do you see it as a failure just because it, like, you didn't end up staying with this person for the rest of your life, like, you still you know, went through a lot and learned a lot in that relationship, it doesn't, like, take away from the importance of it or what that person meant for you just because you didn't end up staying together forever, um, and I, yeah, I get that, like, that makes a lot of sense to me, and, but, um, especially over the last, like, I feel like what I've learned over the last six months or so just from, like, forced isolation, um, like, over the last six months, I was dealing with a lot of stuff, and, um, and especially since I had surgery, like, I don't, I don't have a car, so I had, I don't have a way to, like, get around or go anywhere to see people. It's not even safe to, like, go out and see and go to places where you could see people and make new friends because of COVID and even if I could do that like I don't have a car to do that with and then when you consider that for the majority of the last like three months I've been recovering from surgery and I didn't feel like most of the time like physically um, ready to do that even if I could have done that without the worry of getting, you know, during, during a pandemic or whatever. So it's like all these things just kind of lined up this year to kind of put me in a place where I've been at living in my, in like my apartment and, um, by myself. And I don't have, and the people that, the friends that I had here that I would have gone to before to, help, like, I don't know, like, help distract me or help me get around and stuff aren't, weren't, aren't, weren't an option anymore. So I was forced to almost think about stuff and figure it out on my own, but it was harsh as hell, but it definitely taught me that, um, that it's more worth it to have people in my life that, actually care about me and treat me well than to just have people like for I forget if I ever talked about this but for an example um just in case anyone's ever questioning the my friend uh Jen that I go to for mediumship like slash tarot readings um the time before, not this last time I saw her, but the time before that, because I saw her like a week, like two weeks ago, um, she told me that, like, someone from my past was going to, like, randomly message me, and it it was, it was, like, a way of, like, the universe almost testing me to see if I've learned this lesson that, um, that I need to protect, kind of, like, protect myself from people that Um, won't like have my well-being as a priority or aren't you know the kind of people that I should invite into my life and um, we figured out and by the end from what she like what she basically said like that it was a girl that what used to be one of my college roommates that I got along with and so I figured out who it was and then literally Not even joking. Literally the next day the college roommate that I that we figured out it most likely was, even though I didn't completely believe that it was gonna be her because I hadn't talked to her in like four months by then. (laughs) Like I had unf I had like unfollowed her or however you do it on Facebook during the Black Lives Matter stuff because she was, like, posting videos of black people's, like, dead bodies to try to act like that was advocating for them, which, when it wasn't, like, that just shocks people, and, like, people shouldn't have to worry about going through their lives and then seeing, like, a dead body pop up, like, that's traumatizing, um, that doesn't help anyone, so, and she, like, wouldn't take it down or didn't understand why I was saying that, so I just, I was, like, there's no point keeping this person around. I, do, I haven't seen her in person in years and whatever. So I just unfollowed and, like, unfriended her. And literally the day after um, Jen says that she's going to message me, she fucking messaged me on Facebook. And finally, like, four months, five months after I unfriended her, she realized that I did and was saying that she'll, she'll miss having me in, in her life. Even though it took her, you know, all that time to even realize that I wasn't there anymore. Um, So, but either way, that's, it happened. And usually, like, the things she said in that message were very nice. Like, I was glad that she, that she did say that, even if it took her some time to, like, notice it, and then actually say something about it. Like, she said, you know, that she thought I was... nice person, and that I was funny, and, and she liked my art, and would miss seeing it every day on her, you know, Facebook feed, and, and said, like, some other stuff that happened when we were in college, and, um, yeah, so it was a positive message, and, like, I feel like if the friends that I had that lived here hadn't, things hadn't gone how they had a couple months earlier, where I didn't have them as friends anymore, and I kind of learned through kind of harshness to that I have to set boundaries with people including friends and that I deserve to have people who treat me nicely in my life um I feel like I would have just messaged like I would have just forgiven her and mess and started talking to her and she lives somewhere around this general area like I I I ran into her once when I was going into therapy because I don't know she must, she was with her daughter, so her daughter must have had, like, some doctor or something or other in the building that we were in, that I was in for where my therapy appointment was, like, I couldn't stop and talk to her, because I was, like, literally about to have therapy in one minute, but, um, like, I've never otherwise seen her, and, but I know she lives somewhat around here, so I just know myself that we would have been, like, you know, we probably, I probably would have If she would have wanted to hang out, I would have, like, figured out a time to do it because I was, like, so lonely and stuff then, and it would have been cool with seeing someone from college who, uh, that I could talk to about stuff, get out of my apartment and all that stuff, and, and who knows what would have happened after that, but, um... But, like, because of the things that I had already learned that year when she messaged me, I just was, like, that was nice of her to say, but I just deleted the message because I just didn't, there was nothing against her as a person necessarily. I just was, like, you know, there's a reason why I unfriended her on Facebook she didn't seem like someone that I wanted to be friends with in a long-term way, so... Um, I was grateful for what she said but other than that I wasn't I didn't want to kind of bring that in, bring her stuff into my life so it was done and over with and instead of just like jumping at the first person that offered like friendship to me I was like no I want to I almost want to wait for someone that's worth it like the part that's hard is that there's always this part of my brain that, like, second guesses what I, when I make decisions like that, that I'm, like, isolating myself on purpose and using that, using whatever as an excuse to not, to, like, not, like, bring someone new into my life, but I feel like when it comes to that situation that I made the right decision that even though I second guess it sometimes not as much as I normally would with that just because I don't know I just like college was not a happy time for me at all and so I don't have this like some people look back at college like it was like oh it was the best time of your life where it was really fun and they like keeping their college friends in their lives but college was not good at all for me you know I was a kid who was abused and gaslit like crazy by my parents especially the gaslighting that my mom did like you feel like you can't make decisions or figure out life without that parent there and I was trying to live on my own without my parent there and it was hard to handle um that's why I I think why I only lasted for two and a half years before dropping out um, but either way, like, I didn't want to bring, like, a college friend into my life that I haven't really seen like that in a really long time, um, so I didn't, and I feel like that was, like, the right choice, because there's got to be other people out there for me somewhere that will understand my, like, weird trauma like or just weird idiosyncrasies and treat me nicely like that sounds like that the way when I say it like that it doesn't sound like it's a super important thing or like sounds like bare minimum or something like that but it, do, I don't mean I don't mean for it to sound like that. Like I mean that um I'm not ask I guess what I'm trying to say is like I'm not asking for a lot. Like I figured out what I want in my life and what I will not put up with. I won't put up with someone um you know not treating me great or having someone in my life just to you know just to be there. But um I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, a bu- so many times in my life, I would have, like, a group of friends, and I'd be, like, you know, this person is gonna be my friend for, like, a long time now, and, um, we're just- we're, like, we're gonna stay like this, and I can depend on them, and they're, like, the best friends for me, and they are wonderful, and I- <sighs> don't know what I would do without them kind of talk but then like things would always kind of fall apart or I wouldn't like acknowledge the things that they were doing that weren't great until they like until they finally got to a point where I just couldn't deal with that anymore and we would stop being friends or we would just kind of drift apart um so it's like that's happened enough times for me to know now like I kind of know like how people act that aren't the best for me because I've, those are the people that I've chosen to be friends with over and over and over again in my life. And now at this point, like, it sounds weird to say, but, like, I feel very confident in the fact that I deserve to have a couple people in my life who just treat me well. Like, that's it. That's, like, literally it. Um, it sounds so simple when I say it like that, but that's what I truly mean. Like, I deserve to have (sighs) some friends in my life that like me for me, like, the whole me. Like, now I'm, like, everything with, like, trauma and who I really am is now just kind of out in the open. Now I'm the closest to just being myself right now, um, that I've ever been before in my life. So, I deserve to find, it, even if it's only, like, one or two people, that would be fine for me. I don't need a lot of people. I just need a couple people that I can go to for, like, comfort and support that can I can talk to and make me laugh on days when I'm feeling, like, blah or whatever. Or when I am feeling excited, I can go to tell something and they are excited with me or support me whenever things are happening or whatever um and are there to support me like through all of it like when I'm having a bad day and when I'm having a good day um that's all I that's all I want is someone for that like the times when I feel sad to be able to go to someone and kind of talk out how I feel and for when I'm excited about something to be able to do that or like to have someone Like, to be able to go to someone's house to, like, hang out there and feel comforted and relaxed around their, like, being around them as opposed to how I usually feel around people is, like, um, especially people I don't know. It's like being, like, uptight and anxious and not being able to relax because I don't know them and I don't trust them. But if you're someone that, especially if you prove that I can trust you, um, then I can, then I can relax and just be myself and feel okay. Like, I haven't had that. I haven't really had that before. Like, that sounds crazy because I'm 36 or almost 36. I'll be 36 in a little over a month. Um, so it's crazy to say that in, like, the last, like, 35, almost 36 years that there's been a lot of friends and people in my life that have come and gone that I've but I don't think that I've ever had, like, a actual, like, real friend like that, that, like, treated me like that. Like, there's been good people, like, that have come and gone. I don't want to act like there hasn't, but they haven't really, they haven't, like, stayed because of one reason or another or, or, like, the times when we were good friends, like, that we saw each other all the time. We were going through rough times, so, like, we weren't, like, we couldn't be, like, those people when we knew each other or whatever or just other stuff was going on. Like, the, like, for 30, like, 32 of the 36, like, almost 36 years that I've been alive, I was suppressing the great majority of who I, who I was, like, my actual personality and who I really am because of everything that had happened to me. like, I ha- I was trying to blend in and, and be the person that my mom wanted me to be instead of being, like, who I really am um, because that was my way to, like, survive the situation that I was in. So, like, the majority of the time I wasn't even being authentic, so it's not like it's been, like, everyone is being mean to me. It's, th- it's It was a balanced thing. Like, a lot of the time I didn't know how to communicate with people. I was absolutely terrified of people and I was also acting different than who I really was, and so it was, like, I would show, like, little bits of who I really was here or there, but I never felt safe enough to really just be myself, and because I, I wasn't ready at all then to be able to, like, you know how people say, like, oh, I don't care what, if people like me or not, blah, blah, blah that kind of stuff, like, I, I, straight up admitted when I was younger, like, no, I, like, I care about that, like, if people don't like me and reject me, I would feel like I did something wrong, it was always, it always was internalized, like, it, it was never, like, what's wrong with this person, it was always, there's something wrong with me, I'm wrong, like, I made a mistake, I'm a bad person, um, instead of just being, like, like, when that happens now, it's still, like, emotional and it still hurts, but I can also see, like, why that person may do that. Like, like, I'm not gonna pretend, like, the kids and the other people in, like, the Linkin Park, like, online fandom who, um, got mad at me and, like, blocked me because of stuff. Um, didn't hurt, because that, yeah, that did hurt, because a lot of those kids, I really care about them. I can see, I can, I see a lot of myself in some of the younger ones that are dealing with trauma and depression and anxiety and are just trying to find their way through, um, but at the same time, like, they have to figure it out on their own. I can't force them to. They have to, you know, do things when they're ready, and they'll figure it out, but it's, it still sucked when they did that, but um, I could also understand, like, why they were doing it, even if it was hurtful. It's still, I can, I can still understand why that happened. Like, they're not ready to look at things in a different way than what is comfortable for them. Um, like, it's part of the grieving process, and, like, I'm all about, like, ripping band-aids off and looking at, like, the, absolute truth, even if it's really painful, because that's just what I, how I am. But not everyone's like that. Some people don't want to do that. Most people don't want to do that. Um, But I feel like this year I figured out that, I've kind of figured out, like, I know how people talk or how people talk or how people sound when they're, when they're almost like trying to take advantage of you or just aren't like the most authentic person um so I feel like now if new people would pop up that I would have a good idea if I could trust them or not I would still be absolutely terrified and second guess myself a bazillion times (laughs) but I feel like enough time has gone by now where I kind of I know what I want and I don't like I said before I don't even want that much just a couple people to help, um, be there for support when I need it and feel like I have, like, a safety net. Like, for, like, one of the things that therapists ask is, like, who, like, who is, like, your support group? Like, they have a term for it. I forget what it is. But it's basically, like, who are the people around you that, like, care about you, and you can go to for support when you're feeling, like, upset, like, when I went to Rogers, they asked that kind of stuff to see what kind of support system you had, because most people there were on the edge of, like, feeling pretty suicidal, and so they want to know, like, like, are you supported, like, do you have people around you in your life that can help you when you're going through that program, because it is really hard, and I had the friends that I don't talk to anymore then, and my sister, and that was essentially it and now, like my like my uh, the therapist that I'm seeing now, I've said to her before like i basically to have just my sister like i have a I have two other friends that were friends from when I was at Rogers, but we don't see each other on a regular basis we kind of talk off and on like and that's fine like we're adult like we're friends as adults so like we all have our own lives but we still try to keep up with each other when things are how things are going and things like that but we're not the kind of friends that like talk every day talk on a regular basis or or even like hang out on a regular basis or anything like that we'll go we usually would go like a couple months before seeing each other even before like covid happened um But, like, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't include them as, like, a support system necessarily because they're not, like, the people that I would go to, like, the times when I needed help, like, with the hospital and stuff, they weren't really people that I went to for that because that's not really their role in my life. Like, they're there as, like, almost, like, therapy friends, people who understand what I've been through, too, that I can talk to and I care about them, so I want to keep in contact with them and, um, and all that, but they're not that kind of friends, so, like, right now it's basically just my sister, like, she's the only one I had to, to, like, who helped, like, take out my garbage and took care of my cats and would bring over, like, food when I needed to go grocery shopping and would, like, let me use her car, um, to do a couple errands and things like that, and, um, things, yeah, and stuff like that, um, but, and it's hard to know that, that it's basically just down to, like, one person. Right now, for people who live in Wisconsin, I have other friends I talk to online, but I guess I've, I've reached the point where I'm, like, fucking tired, of only having people like that that I feel like I can talk to that live, don't, that don't live where I live. Like, I haven't, I've only, I haven't seen, uh, like, the friends that I consider good friends of mine, um, that I originally met from, like, Star Wars, but now are just good friends. Um, I haven't seen them in person since last April, and, like, we were supposed to see each other again, before COVID happened this year, but obviously that was canceled. But, like, I haven't seen them in so long. And money has always been, like, precarious. Like, so I, even if COVID had hadn't happened, like, it would have been hard, it's harder for me to go and just be able to go and see them because I haven't had the disposable income where I could, like, look at, like sales on like airplane flights and just go fly and see them for a weekend every you know couple months or whatever like I wish I could like I wish I want like I wanted to then but it's like so I do have friends that are kind of all over the place around the world but it's like what use is that it sounds like mean but it's like what use is that for me if they're all so far away (laughs) like, yeah, I have friends that support me and care about me, but, like, when it comes down to it, none of those people can, like, drive me to the hospital when, like, the, when the wound vac that I have breaks for, like, the third time and I need to go to the hospital and fix it, or they can't, like, go buy groceries for me and bring it over to my house, or they can't, or they can't, like, come pick me up and I can just come to their house and we can sit there and talk and, like, watch a movie or whatever just to get out of my apartment and, and like, interact with another person that's safe or whatever, um, like, I can't do any of that stuff with them because they live so far away, so it's, like, I really love and appreciate those people, and I'm glad I have them in my life, and I try to keep those friendships up that have shown that they are, like, almost, like, worth it, basically, like, the way that the friends that I had here showed that they weren't, like, um, those people are still important to me and I want to keep them in my life, but it's, like, I'm tired of not being able to see them every, like, on a regular basis, like, I'm tired of feeling like I'm always living far away from the people that really know me and understand me and get me and all that kind of stuff, like, I want to just be by those people and I don't know I feel like Wisconsin is like not the place for me I've said that a bunch of times on here but like I just feel like it's not and I want to be able to not be here after a while and figure things out but yeah that was kind of like a rant not really a rant like I'm not like mad necessarily but more just thinking of, like, this year was hard, but it definitely taught me a lot about myself, like, I learned that I don't need to depend on food like I did before, I don't, I can survive for, like, six months now, like, basically having, like, no support system, um, not having any friends to kind of hang out with, uh, And I know like what I want and what I don't want now in a friendship like or in a friendship like that so when someone does pop up and could be a friend I'll be able to figure out what I want in my life much faster than before because it's not like I feel like I'm like it's the difference between when you're almost like a homeless person and when you're When you've been able to, like, get a job and can now live in an apartment and support yourself. Like, when you're homeless, you just, you take whatever scraps people give you. So, like, before I would just, anyone who thought that I was nice and treated me kind of nice, I would just, like, hang on to them as a friend and would want them in my life. And would do whatever to keep them in my life because because that, that didn't happen very often, and I was willing to, like, kind of be friends with people that maybe didn't always align with what I actually thought and believed, because it was, because it was better than, like, being alone and being lonely, but now it's, like, I'd rather be alone and be lonely than be around people that aren't really, that don't really fit with me anymore. I'm, like, I have, like I said, like, I'm not a homeless person just, like, begging for any, like, love and attention and affection I can get anymore. Like, I have standards now. They're not, like, I'm not, like, all of a sudden, like, a well-off rich person living in a super, like, nice mansion, but I'm at the point where I at least can, like, look, can, like, notice me wanting to just take whatever attention people give me and then be like, wait, but, like, do I really want to go into all of this or am I just, like, wanting to forgive this person so that I have someone to hang out with? Like, that's not nice to do to people either. Yeah.